0: The information center um, it is essentially a, a call center staffed by um, specialists in poison information. And to become a specialist in poison information, they have to have a, a medical degree. So every one of them is a doctor, a nurse, a pharmacist, or a physician assistant, who then when they come to work for us, we put them through a thousand hours of training, and then they have to be certified to be specialist in poison information. And then the infrastructure of poison centers in the United States is there are 55 independent poison centers. But to become an accredited poison center, there's 55, I say, that are accredited poison centers in the United States. You then have to go through an accreditation process through the AAPCC, who has a set of standards that we have to meet. And then we operate both a call center and a data center. So every call that comes in, we um, take that information and load it into a data center And all. So we have a data center for all of Florida, and then all of our data is uploaded and there is a national poison database. So nationally, we track over 500,000 toxins, plus the uh, treatments, um, the anything that would need to with antidotes, Anything that would need to be done to treat somebody, so we get kind of two basic types of calls: calls that comes from home or workplace when somebody has been exposed to a toxin or ingested poison, um, and at least for for our center, that's about seventy five percent come from there. Twenty five percent actually come from medical facilities. So doctors in, you know, emergency departments when somebody come in will call us because. We deal with this every day. They may only see certain types of poison potentially once in their career or twice in their careers. Um, if it gets to be something that's that's really, um, you, know, uh, I, I like an epidemic portion, like the yeah. opioid crisis right now, we don't get a lot of a lot of calls from healthcare centers any longer on that because they treat that so much every day. We help them in the beginning with that. They actually have their own protocols that they do it, but. You know, if it's a snake bite, we're probably getting a call. If it's a, a child that's ingested medicine, we're we're going to get a call. Um, in our center, about 40% of the calls are for children under the age of six. Um, but as I always like to say, that means 60% of our calls are for children over the age of five. Um, right. And it runs through, you know, all ages in life. I, I was looking up um, some data the other day on... Uh, edibles poisonings because that's kind of one of the things that's going on in the United States and so I was looking at the number of children that got into because that's typically what we think about when that comes in but so I had to sort them by age so then I was just out of curiosity I'm like I wonder how old the oldest person uh, was and the oldest person in Florida in the time range I was looking at was 92 years old went to the refrigerator had two stacks of candy bars ones that were regular candy bars one that um were cannabis infused and he grabbed the wrong candy bar. And you know, a dose and an edible and a candy bar like that is like one little square and he ate the whole uh, the whole candy bar. So turned out okay that we were able to oh. we were able to treat treat the individual. But that's that's a little bit about who we are and what we do. I was looking
1: on your website and it feels like there's you know a new issue between combination of drugs or something like that. How important is it to stay on top of all the, the new things happening?
0: Well, I, I think it's in, it's incredibly important to stay on top of it. Um, we have you know, new substances that, that, that pop up every day, and it, it, it's amazing. We, we were on the news here last night um, talking about a substance called Tianapine, um, which is a pharmaceutical drug that's approved in some European countries but it's not approved for use in the United States. But um, people have been able to take it and put it into products that are sold at gas stations, convenience stores, and smoke shops. And it is getting into the hand of the people. And it, it CDC put out a warning um, that it's even, you know, caused deaths. Uh, there's withdrawal from people that go on it. And it's marketed a lot of times as a, a, a diet supplement. So you would think something you bought at a gas station that would be somehow approved for use, but it's not really approved for that type of use in the United States. And because of that, the FDA isn't going through and doing all the testing and so forth on it. So here is actually a substance that could be a danger if the wrong person took it and yet it's sold kind of out in the open without prescription. So you think it would be safe. So when we see stuff like this all the time, and then, you know, as, as we look at the opioid crisis right now, we're, we're, you know, it's been going on in the United States about 30 years, and we're really yeah. kind of hitting the fourth wave of that. And the fourth wave is what they call polydrug use, which is fentanyl with other um, types of, of drugs or substances that come into them. And there's new stuff hitting the street every day. I mean, it, it it's hard to keep up with. Um, I just saw in, in Dallas, Texas, they've had a um, a wave of teens that have overdosed. I think three have died. Six have been hospitalized um you know because of a fentanyl related uh issue so it is it's it's really important um to keep up with what's going on and then and then most important is uh to put the number 1 800 222 1222 in your cell phone and by the way it works anywhere in the united states it works in any of the uh the US territories and based on the area code you're calling from it will route you to a poison center so if if you say you moved here from maryland and had a maryland cell phone and called from florida you would probably route to the maryland center first and depending on your issue they may route you back to us so if it was like okay. a snake bite in florida because we deal with the florida snakes more often it would come here if it was an issue of like acetaminophen which is the active ingredient in tylenol We all deal with that across the country, depending on their workload, they might deal with it at that moment, or they might send it to us. But the bottom line is that you can call this number anywhere. And it's not just emergencies, you can call it for questions. Um, If you start, your doctor prescribes you a new medication, and maybe you take an herbal supplement to to help you sleep, you can call us and ask um, how the two will react together. Um, if you start taking an herbal supplement and start to have some sort of reaction, you can call and ask us about the herbal supplement. We're happy to deal with, um, information calls, um, you know, just as much as we do emergency calls.
1: Can you tell me about the prevention tools you have on your website?
0: Well, you know, we do a lot when it, when it comes to prevention, it's not just the website, it's social media and plus, um, we go out and do programs. Um, I, I speak uh, in the community uh, and we cover out of our center, we cover 45 of the 67 counties in Florida. So oh, wow. I, I move around and Huge. go out and meet with sometimes large groups. Sometimes I meet with um, with very small groups of the direct public. I also have meetings with um, coalitions that have other educators that go out and I educate their educators so they can go put, you um, you know, information out there through social media every day, um, on Twitter, on Facebook, um, Twitter every day, Facebook a couple times a week, Instagram a couple times a week, uh, YouTube occasionally we put out um, prevention information. And then on the website, we break it down by categories so that you can go in and, and look to go through it. And then additionally on the website, if you go to the tab marked Educational Materials, we have somewhere in the neighborhood. um, I haven't counted how many I've got up right now. I think I have around 40 different brochures up and you can click and download it straight to your computer. And we've got, you know, 40 different subjects, everything from poison proof in your house for a new child to senior medication um, mistakes. So, you know, we, we cover you from, from birth to death. um, And, you know, our goal is to, uh, you know, to work, to, to treat you and, You know, at least in in our center, and and I think it's the case with most of them, around 75 to 80% of the times you call us, we can actually treat you. If you call us from your home, we treat you in your home. And so what I mean by that is we're saving you a trip to an emergency room, which is going to save you money. Um, It's going to save you time. Uh, you know, right now, when you have RSV, COVID, the flu that are out there, one of the last places you want to be is an emergency department where other sick people are are coming in. And most of the time, like I said, we can treat you at home. If we can't treat you at home, we're going to tell you which hospital to go to. Um, and we'll call ahead to that hospital. So you will already be in their system when you show up. So you can go walk right in and and hopefully go straight into, uh, into treatment. So... Um, you know, our goal is is to save the, the healthcare system. There was a, a study in 2012, it's called the Llewellyn Report that says for every tax dollar spent on a poison control center, it saves $13.39 in healthcare costs. And that even includes people that are being treated at the hospital. When the hospital engages us, the, the study goes on to say that we cut the hospital stay by one to three days. Um, and again, that's just, we have the experience of 55 poison centers that are looking and seeing. So you've got best practices, new treatments, new therapies, all of that type stuff. We're on top of it. um, And it's all in the national poison database. And yeah, this is something interesting about the noise, the the national poison database uh, also. And then also with our state databases, we're also sort of like a canary in the coal mine uh, when things are happening. So for instance, um, a year ago, December, Uh, We saw three people in the Tampa, Florida area showed up at hospitals with very, very similar symptoms. And because we got three calls with the similar symptoms, we immediately notified the state health department that we thought we had an issue um, with a a, a product called K2. Uh, Some call it spice. Some call it um, synthetic marijuana, which is a misnomer because there really is no such thing. Um, but what happens when people make this stuff and kind of looks like, um, potpourri is a lot of times they use other agents inside it to kind of fill it out. Um, and they, in this case, it had been cut with, um, the active ingredient and rat poison. And, uh, we immediately got it out the health department who got it out to the television stations and, and ultimately more than 50 people were poisoned, uh, from this, uh, substance and, um, Multiple, uh, multiple died. Somewhere between four and six. I can't remember the exact number. Um, And people are still being treated a year later from their exposure to this. But the bad batch of drugs hit the street, and with just a couple of people coming in based on the calls, we were able to get the word out. And you know, it sounds like a crazy thing that you're going to put the word out and say, if you're using an illegal substance, um, you need to stop. But, but actually, that's what we want to do. Our whole goal. Is to protect people and help people. Um, so every time you call with us, it's a confidential call. Um, so if you, you you overdose on something, we're not going to call the police and and turn you in. That's not part of our um, operating orders. It's not. We are not a mandatory reporter in the state of Florida. Um, so again, what we want to do is it is help treat people, and you know obviously we'll start with prevention because if we can prevent prevent a poisoning, that's the easiest way yeah. to. Uh, to treat people, but we do know that accidents happen. And, you know, when accidents happen, um, we wanna be here uh, to help. We have a a scroll on a screen here in the poison center. And um, it's fascinating when I go back there every day and and I look at it, you know, we take a couple hundred calls in Florida every day and I almost never see the same poisoning twice. And if I see one twice uh, in a day, it's usually not three times unless it was a group of people that were together. Um, but it, it, it's that many different issues that people run into. Um, and it, you know so it shows that it, it there there is danger out there. Um, the good news is that you know uh, overwhelming majority of the people that uh, we treat um, go on to make good recoveries. Um, so that you know that's positive. The one key though is calling us and getting us involved early. Um, don't wait, uh, had a gentleman the other day who came up to me at a public event and thanked us for helping his father, who was bitten by an Eastern diamondback rattlesnake. And I went, holy cow. Yeah. Um, and he got bitten in a, a, a neighboring County to where we're located. Um, when he went up onto a hunting property and stepped out of his truck onto the snake, took the strike. And I, I, I was curious where he went to get treatment and he drove, Almost 70 miles. Went home and got stuff before going to the hospital. And by the time he got to the hospital, his leg was about yay big around. He showed me a picture from his hip down to uh, his ankle. And you know, and that he's. Uh, I haven't followed up with him in the last couple of months, but he was still going through uh, treatment and stuff because that does damage when you wait that long to get treatment. And so that's why, again, I, I stress to everybody, you've got to call us uh, early because things are, are, you know, hopefully far more reversible um, if we get to them early.
1: You said 70 over 75 percent, uh, you guys resolve uh, the issue without going to the hospital. So, you know, when I had when uh, we first have had my daughter, we called poison control and, you know, we're panicking and it turned out to be okay. But how important is it to have that comfort voice for people who are in a panic?
0: I, I actually think that's, that's one of the most important antidotes that we have is that um, <clears throat> our, our specialists, because they've, they've, they've been on the other end of this so many times that they know what the outcomes typically are when people call in. And a lot of times the best thing we are is just a, a voice of calm, you know, to, to to settle people down. I think especially first time parents, um, because I, I think when you go on to have multiple kids, you kind of gain some experience and some perspective on things. But again, what I guess when you can um, uh, when you can get an answer that will, yeah. uh, you, you know, solve the problem, because some things that you don't think are dangerous are dangerous where some things aren't. When I do education, um, I, I play this game, home or hospital with people. And I say, I'm gonna make you guys the poison specialists. I give them a scenario and say, where do you think this would be treated? And the first scenario is a, a three-year-old gets into a spike punch at a Christmas party. That a little woozy and everybody goes, oh, you treat that at home. And I'm like, no, that one, we actually send them to the hospital because it drops blood sugar levels. Um, and the next one I I, I put up is uh, those glow sticks, kids out Halloween breaks it, and, oh, yeah. and drinks a couple of drops. Everybody's like, oh, yeah, we got to go to the hospital. I'm like, no, in that case, they, they typically actually treat at home and, and I go into the, the chemical that's involved in it and then based on how much we would probably treat that at home. Now, there are instances when we wouldn't, but the point being, you don't deal in poison every day. You're not an expert in poison. So call the experts who can tell you. Um, you know what what is or, or can be a problem. People are, are 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 shocked when I'm out in the public that the um, you know, acetaminophen and Motrin are two of the biggest poisonings that that we see in the state. Um, and you know the reason is because people have uh uh I I'm sorry ibuprofen um yeah not, which obviously active ingredient Motrin but the um you know, most people have those painkillers available and you carry them in your purse, you carry them in your backpack, you maybe have a bottle in the kitchen, one in the the bedroom. So because they're out so many places, a lot of times younger kids can get into them. And we've actually seen some self-harm of uh, an increase in self-harm of teenagers, um, you know, getting into the substance because they can get their hands on them. Yeah. Um, And, you know, that's a a big thing in prevention that, that we get into right now. We call it the up and away campaign about you know getting stuff just up has helped reduce poisonings of children under the age of 6 by about a third i really believe in getting them up and locked away um and that's everything that's vitamins that supplements um you know, melatonin uh, any of that stuff locked up just to keep it from uh getting into the wrong hands and then i'm a, a, a big advocate on getting uh expired drugs and unused drugs no longer needed drugs out of your house and disposed of correctly and, and nationwide at the uh, end of april on the end of october we have the uh, dea national drug take back day that's an excellent way to um to get rid of stuff and twice a year go clean your medicine cabinet because we, we all get into that hoarding you know you yeah paid for the yeah. medicine and you think well maybe i'll have this again and um you know it it you, you shouldn't, you, you, you shouldn't reuse medicine without talking to your doctor and you definitely should not give it to somebody else to use, um, without talking to your doctor first. And again, having it sitting around is a recipe to end up with having a, um, you know, a child find it. And uh, again, it's very common. Um, you know, not, not a bad parent. I think people put a stigma to it. You know, we all know with children, you turn your back for one minute and, uh, they're crafty at ages three, four, and five. They're curious um, and, and they find things. The National uh, Poison Helpline is 1-800-222-1222. Um, I really encourage everybody, just go on and put that in your cell phone so that you have it so you're not in, in that panicked moment trying to Google and uh, and, and find the number um, most poison centers have, uh, magnets, stickers, and other stuff that, uh, that you can order, um, uh, from your poison center for your, uh, your state, um, so that you can have, you know, the magnet on the refrigerator if you want it. But again, I always tell people, you don't always have your refrigerator with you. You always right. have your, your cell phone with you. So put the number in there. Um, and please remember that you can also use it for questions. Um, you know, if you have a, a, a sick child and, Tylenol is not bringing that fever down. You can call us. We can tell you when it's safe to start alternating Motrin Tylenol back and forth. know, um, yeah, again, strange rash after you start a new medication. Call us. Uh, you're working in the garage with something, splash something in your eyes. Call us. Um, you know, that's that's what think you were bitten by a snake. Think, call us.